Hello, welcome to Prince Drive by Derek. Today we're going to be talking about love. Dot dot dot. Thy will be done. From Martika's Kitchen. Recorded December 1990 at Paisley Park with Martika uh, doing her own vocals uh, in, uh, I think, later on in the summer of 1990 somewhere in New York. Uh, released on the 25th of July 1991. Uh, on the track it is Prince and Martika. Uh, the track is five minutes and two seconds, and joining me to talk about today is Martin Sand. Hello, Martin. Hi. Now I don't know. I don't know how to call. I don't know what genre to call this because um, I guess it fits it kind of firmly in that genre of uh, Prince proteges. Uh, but Martika was kind of different because um, you know she, by her way, her name was not Martika. Um, <laughs> her name was Marta Marrero, and I understand why she decided to just call herself Martika because. Uh, that is a lot easier to say than Marta Marrero. Um, and she was a child star. This is such a, a weird kind of thing. <laughs> she was like a child star from like 84 to 86, uh, appearing on a, a show called um, Kids Incorporated, uh, playing a character called Gloria. I don't know what that show is or what it was about, but um, apparently uh, she performed the theme song to the show. Uh, I understand it was a fairly successful show that had a number of kind of child stars on there, uh, some of whom did okay later on, some of whom, uh, I don't know, kind of did nothing later on. Um, so <laughs> she was she was on that show, and then after that she kind of, uh, you know, instead of being an actor, she started doing singing, and uh, in 1988, uh, only two years after she had left um, the uh, the show... Uh, she recorded her first album, which was simply called Martika, uh, and she had a hit from that, a number one hit, uh, pretty much all over the place, uh, called Toy Soldiers. Uh, probably more well known now for being covered by, or sampled, or I don't know, in, interpolated by Eminem in the song Like Toy Soldiers, uh, which also was a number one all over the place, so I'm guessing Martika did okay with the, the money from that. Um, and apparently, after this success, Prince had um, met Martika, uh, and as as he normally does when he meets any women, he was like, "I should, I will write some songs for you." Um, he had done this to the Bangles. He'd done it to various other women um, throughout, and and obviously, you know, Martika didn't think anything of it. She was she was not thinking, "Oh yes, I'm going to collaborate with Prince." She was just like, "It was very nice meeting you, Prince." Um, but then, apparently, a week later, Prince you know, kind of said, fax me some lyrics, and she faxed him over some lyrics, and a week after that, Prince sent a cassette in the post, and there, there was like four songs, and they all ended up on the album that would become known as Martika's Kitchen, uh, including the title track, Martika's Kitchen, which Prince also wrote, and that was it, you know, Martika had a bunch of Prince songs, basically, on this album. Um, and, I don't know, it's kind of it's kind of weird to think of like someone going from being like a child star to like four years later having like a a prince song <laughs> like it's it's such a weird kind of thing um but apparently love thy will be done was like uh, a kind of i don't know like a poem that she had written and prince kind of adapted those lyrics to to kind of fit the song um and if i'm if i'm correct i think this is the first single that was released from uh, martika's kitchen uh, the cover of which is kind of almost like a Picasso painting, I think, something like that. Certainly, kind of, I don't know if you if you were a fan of Martika from her, you know, Kids Incorporated days and her debut album, then I think seeing the kind of cover art for Martika's Kitchen and hearing this song, you would probably wonder 
what on earth has happened? <laughs> like, it's kind of a very radical kind of shift from the kind of toy soldiers direction, um, you know. And I mean, Prince basically, this is something that he did with other people as well. He basically wrote everything and then sent like a guide vocal, and then Martika just recorded over the, the kind of guide vocal, and that was the kind of finished product. Uh, apparently there were some additional stuff done by you know Martika's producers at her end but it was mostly the kind of Prince demo that she ended up recording um, and you know uh, I don't know like in terms of like a genre I, d I don't know what to call it because it, it kind of I don't know it's not like kind of like a love song or uh, it's not kind of I guess you could say it's a pop song but it's I don't know the production of it is kind of a little bit more interesting than that. Uh, I'm not sure. It's uh, it's it's kind of odd. Yeah, it's like. I mean, if you if you had to put like um, an MP3 tag on it, you would just call it a ballad, or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it's like a ballad in um, the guise or shape of a. Um, you know, worship song almost. And I, I think that kind of works with like towards the end of the song where you have the kind of overlapping vocals um, and it kind of feels more like it is trying to be kind of like a, um, not strictly like a gospel song, but just that kind of the overlapping of the kind of, you know, oh, thy love, that love thy will be done kind of overlapping, uh, you know, that I can no longer hide, I can no longer run that kind of build up at the end it does kind of feel more like it is attempting to be like a spiritual song not that it hides that spirituality from the start you know there's references to the you know i can no longer resist your guiding light you know like <laughs> there's there's already kind of like a religious feel to it from the start um but yeah i i, I mean I, the thing is as well that the production you have this kind of relentless kind of beat and chord sequence that basically doesn't change for the whole song, regardless of if it's the chorus or the verse. It just seems like Prince kind of like looped one bar and then just let that play for the whole kind of like five minutes. And then that was it. That's the end of the song. <laughs> like There's not like there's no kind of huge changes. Anything that's changes in the song just comes from the way that Martika's vocals are recorded. Um, and there's not even really a kind of verse or a chorus. There's just this repetition of love, thy will be done. I can no longer hide. I can no longer run. And then after that, you know, each kind of stanza has, um, you know, just kind of different thoughts expressed each time round. But they kind of always start with the, the love, thy will be done part. Although that's uh, that's changes, you know, to love, thy will be mine at one point. So it's not even as if that stays. But then, uh, you know, the fact that this was, this comes from uh, apparently you know, like a prayer that Martika wrote and faxed to Prince, it kind of makes sense that it doesn't have like a verse chorus structure. I'm guessing probably because she didn't really think it could be turned into a song. Um, and I, I'm guessing Prince kind of decided he would prove her wrong on that particular um, <laughs> thing. And it was like, okay, I will, I'll take this kind of formless thing and turn it into something successful. Uh, like as a single, it did fairly well. It was a number ten hit in uh, in the U.S. Billboard Pop Chart. It got to number nine over here. I, what's really weird is I remember Martika uh, with both, you know, with Toy Soldiers and then this and Martika's Kitchen were all big, like they're all big songs in the charts over here, and I remember them being in the charts for ages. And um, you know, you would be under the impression from like 89 through to 92 that Martika was a huge pop star, um, huge enough to just be known by one name as well. That's the, that's the thing is, uh, you know, that's always a move. If you're going to go by a mononym, then you are clearly, 
you know, setting your stall out. And, uh, you know, so Martika had like a lot of success over here. Um, and this is the bizarrest thing in the world, but she only ever recorded two albums as Martika. She recorded a couple more albums with her husband as um, a group. I can't even remember what their name is. Um, but she, as far as Martika was concerned, she only had two albums. And Martika's Kitchen was that the end of her, you know, career as a solo artist. That was it. Um, so, uh, you know, it's kind of interesting that she basically just did two albums and then, you know, basically kind of gave up and retired. And um, I'm guessing that the sample of Light Toy Soldiers probably made her enough money that she doesn't need to work again. Um <laughs> You know, that was that was a fairly big hit. But it's just kind of unusual that, that this is, you know, like she kind of released like, I don't know, three, four singles off this album. And then that was it. Th that was the end of her career. You know, she, um, you know, I, and it's weird because, you know, that the, on, on Martika's Kitchen, like I said, Prince wrote four songs for Martika, which is like a third of the album. That's that's a lot. You know, most times Prince will write maybe one song or possibly two songs. You know, if you're not someone who's directly sitting in Paisley Park recording an album with him, um, you know, it's unlikely that you were ever, you know, most people didn't get four songs from Prince. So I think that's also kind of interesting. Yeah, well, maybe he was re just really feeling it that afternoon. <laughs> yeah, uh, I like as well that he like he called, you know, a track Martika's Kitchen. Like, I do love that song as well. I might cover that at a later date, but. Yeah, I just kind of, I just kind of, and love, I love the production on Love Thy Will Be Done, like that kind of relentless, kind of just non-stop kind of chords and beat in the background for the whole song. Um, I think it's really good. And I love Martika's voice, like, you know, um, whatever the guide vocal was that Prince was doing that she kind of overdubbed, um, you know, I think probably acted as a, as a really good guidance. Because if you listen to Toy Soldiers, Toy Soldiers is an okay song. Um, you know, it's it kind of gets a little bit tedious after a while because the whole kind of you know awful damn thing is just uh, yes, it does. You know. So, but this on this particular song, you know, the kind of the the way that she the particularly the overlapping voices later on, um, it does feel like someone has given her some guidance, and we obviously know that that person is Prince. Uh, yeah. Um, well, the demo is um, out there, and um, yeah, you can you can find it uh, on the internet. You can listen to it by what I am sure is completely legitimate means. Um, <laughs> it sounds yeah. it sounds the same. It sounds just like the single, only with um, Prince's voice and, um, you know, a bit of a hiss and, um, you know, not really finished mixing, um, not too polished, yeah. but it's the same song. And also it's worth saying as well that later on in 1994, when Prince was recording the album Exodus uh, for the New Power Generation, or should I say when Tora Tora was recording the album Exodus for the New Power Generation, uh, there was a cover version of this that Prince had done um, that was on a configuration of the album, you know, all the way, you know, up until the end of December. Um, and then, you know, when the when the actual album was released, um, it was not on the, the album. <laughs> so... So Prince kind of took it back and then thought better of it. Um, although he did sample, he did sample this opening, the kind of opening chords and beat on his cover of um, One of Us, um, which is kind of weird. <laughs> it's, like, it's it's kind of I don't know. I I I, I it's like some of the production stuff on this song is quite interesting. This kind of weird, you know, use of of like Prince sampling himself that was a cover by somebody else on a song that you know he wrote. It's I don't know. 
it's it's kind of odd. Um, but yeah, so if you listen to Prince's cover of One of Us and you recognise the intro, it's because it is Love Thy Will Be Done. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's as well as, you know, the, the kind of the idea of this being a prayer that Martika, you know, has written, um, I, I kind of gives itself away a few times. But um, I do kind of like this, this whole, you know, um, you know, no longer can I resist your guiding light that gives me the power to keep up the fight. Like, even if, if like, in the next kind of, um, I don't know, a, a verse, I guess that's what we're going to call it, with the kind of, you know, since I have found you, my life has just begun. I can see all your creations as one perfect complex. Like, it's <laughs> it stops rhyming in the second verse, and it, it's kind of, the, the way that Martika delivers the lines is kind of interesting because she, she kind of does it as one kind of long run-on, so you don't notice that it's not hitting any of the kind of rhymes. Um, but I do, I do like the kind of, you know, I'm not a religious person, but I think this kind of, you know, no one less beautiful or more special than the next, you know, we are all blessed and so wise to accept. I'm not sure I agree with that sentiment, but certainly the, you know, no one less beautiful or more special than the next is, is, you know, a nice kind of sentiment, um, you know, uh, and, and there is a lot of, I don't know, there's the kind of the religiosity of the, you know, make me strive for the glorious and divine. <laughs> I can understand why Prince kind of, saw this and thought oh i can i could turn this into a song you know this you know even when there's no peace outside my window there's peace inside i actually do love the way she delivers those lines i mean the kind of because she has like a second kind of an overlapping line underneath that's saying the same thing but slightly kind of behind the beat a little bit um and that's why she no longer runs love they will be done um you know uh, in fact, uh, I mean, this is a complete tangent, but uh, there is there was a comedy show over here that only ran for six episodes, uh, as is the cliche with, you know, UK TV. And um, it only uh, ran for it, six episodes. So um, six seasons <laughs> and a movie. Unfortunately, yeah, unfortunately, just one season, but uh, called Mr. Don and Mr. George. And um, there was an episode that is titled You Can Run, But You Can't Hide Your Legs. Uh, which is explained in the episode that, you know, you can run, but you can't hide. Uh, but you can hide, but you can't hide your legs. Um, and if you're running and you're hiding at the same time, you can't hide your legs. And so when I when I hear this, you know, love thy will be done, I can no longer hide, I can no longer run. It just makes me think of that title of that Mr. Don and Mr. George episode, which is, you know, <laughs> okay. insanely stupid. But uh, yeah, <laughs> and that's that's from like a sitcom that was on like 25 years ago. And that's literally just like one of the titles of the episodes. And it just makes me think of it. It's a silly thing. But um, yeah, and we kind of get like a restatement of the whole, you know, um, I can no longer resist the guiding light, the light that gives me power to keep up the fight. You know, so th towards the end, it's kind of just a bit more of repetition uh, of those particular ideas. Uh, but then we do kind of get this, you know, love thy will be done. I can no longer hide. I can no longer run. But underneath that, you have the, you know, uh, oh love thy will be done kind of being repeated underneath um, and then we kind of we start getting this kind of you know the glory keeps kind of coming up in the uh, in the backing vocals and you know the whole love thy will be done um, which then changes to thy will love be done um, <laughs> which I, I kind of like how just at the very end they switch it up and they just be like okay thy will love be done uh, which I guess gives it a kind of biblical thing because there is a, you know, some of the translations of the Bible do have a tendency to kind of reverse some of the sentence structure a little bit. So I don't know. It's just it's just an interesting way for the song to kind of finish with um, a lot of kind of layered vocals and, you know, all that kind of stuff. 
Um, you know, I, I mean, it's, it's a song that I really kind of, in, I, I like the production on it and I like Martika's voice. Um, you know, this came out around the right time. You know, I think I was about 14 when this came out. Um, and, you know, I certainly remember having a crush on Martika. Uh, but particularly as she had all these very successful singles over the period of a few years. So it made her seem like she was, you know, a, a pop star of high standing, when in actual fact, she was pretty much like a, a two hit wonder. Um, so, so it's kind of it's kind of weird uh, to think of like, you know, Martika, particularly doing like lots of interviews and stuff over here on British TV and, you know, kind of being very much kind of like in the pop charts for long periods of time. Um, and then after her second album that's it she kind of she kind of retired called it a day when it got married has been apparently living happily uh, as a mother and wife um so <laughs> i don't know it's it's kind of it's kind of weird because it's very rare that people just like her rise from being like a child star to a singer to working with prince and then she just gives it all up well uh, you know it is- seems like she found a good out like she quit while she was ahead yeah which is not something that um very many child stars especially um do successfully so good for her i mean uh like the song was covered later on by uh delta goodrum who is uh who is australian um and so in 2016 she did do a tour in australia uh along with um (laughs) berlin uh lamal from kajagugu uh, Katrina from Katrina and the Waves. I mean, if it's just Katrina, like, why would you want to see that? You want to see the waves. Uh, Men Without Hats um, and some guy called Paul Lukakis, who's, I can't, I don't know what his big hits would have been in the 80s. Um, so, you know, she has kind of gone back on tour here and there, but, uh, you know, mostly she's, you know, she's kind of, uh, she's kind of retired. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, I mean, I would say for me, this song probably, uh, I don't know, four and a half out of five maybe a five out of five on a good day um i just really i you know i really enjoy the production i love her voice so everything about the song i kind of you know i really enjoy um and even the video is it's kind of i don't know it the video is kind of peak early 90s because it's like black and white and there's like you know yeah very low-key and moody yeah it's i don't know it's it's kind of weird because this is just around the time that you know, Smells Like Teen Spirit would have been huge like about a week after this song came out. So it's kind of weird to see like a kind of, you know, a kind of pop princess around the time of like grunge and what that entailed. But the video feels kind of a bit moody and, you know, kind of interesting in itself as well. So, um, yeah, I mean, I just I just really like this song. Yeah, I don't know. I have no I have no recollection of um, Martika um, during that time. Um, and, and I was, I was around for it. Like, I remember everything about, um, Tanita Tikaram or, <laughs> I don't know. I have no recollection of Martika. Um, this song is a five out of five for me. Um, it's, um, one of my, um, favorite, um, written by Prince for other people songs. Um, maybe the favorite. Um, it's just uh, brilliant all around and, um, you know, very um, well delivered by a talented vocal artist. 
So I like it very much. I would say this as well. I would say the Delta Goodrum version kind of strips out everything that makes this song interesting. So like that kind of the kind of Prince production and the layering of kind of Martika's voice, all of that is gone. And it's just someone singing the words from the song. And it kind of feels a little bit cheap, but it, it was a it was really successful. It got like really high in the Australian charts um you know so i guess that's maybe why you know martika has toured a couple of times in australia with the song because you know it, it like you know it, apparently there was a version of this that they were going to rework for um the great gatsby that came out in 2012 but it was never used in the film mm. um so you know with i'm guessing baz Luhrmann being australian probably a big fan of this song i don't know i, I don't, mm. maybe it's just like a big thing in australia uh, there are certain songs in the UK that are like really big that aren't big anywhere else, and you know maybe maybe the love they will be done is one of those. Um, you know, Prince performed this song himself. Uh, you know, a few times. Obviously, Martika performed it. You know, every, every time she toured, uh, but Prince had apparently you know performed it in like ninety five, ninety six, uh, as part of when he was doing tour for Emancipation. He also performed this occasionally, turning it into one of us at, towards the end. Um, and then even when he did his final tour in 2016, uh, the last performance of this was the 24th of February 2016, uh, and, and it was at the uh, the ASB Theatre in Auckland, New Zealand. So I'm guessing that probably went down quite well. Prince probably knew it was a big hit uh, in the Antipodes, and he decided that you know maybe that's the right time to bring it out. Uh, but you know if I, I'm, I'm you know if there was just a, a recording of that of just Prince at the piano singing this song, I'm gonna guess that would sound pretty amazing um, in itself. So I'd like to hear a British artist cover it, and maybe they could like um, change the spelling to L U V, and then it would be just like <laughs> you know, love. That will be done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not quite sure what accent that was, but. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I can I can imagine I can imagine. Um, well, it's a German so, yeah, accent, felt, uh, always. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, well, I feel like we said about as much as we can about "Love Thy Will Be Done." So, uh, let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Martin? Absolutely nothing. And you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track or on Twitter at Prince Podcast. Or you can email us. Not sure why you would, unless of course you are Martika. By all means, do email us Martika at Prince Track by Track at gmail Thanks once more for being my guest here, Martin. Thank you for having me. And otherwise. Goodbye. Bye. I can no longer.